0: Welcome to the Life Lessons for Entrepreneurs podcast, a common-sense, no-nonsense approach to entrepreneurship, life, and personal development, with a touch of humor and practical application. We think learning should be fun, informative, and transformative. Now, here's your host. Welcome to tonight's episode. My name is Dave Bergman. And before we get into our conversation tonight, let me uh, give you a little of my background and uh, and Rick's. Uh, I'm a uh, Marine Corps veteran. I am an ordained minister, and I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years now. And my good friend Rick is also an Air Force veteran and has been an entrepreneur for over 40 years. He's been a great uh, business and personal mentor to me for over 20 of those years. And uh, it's always great to have these conversations with him. How you doing tonight, Mr. Rick?
1: Oh, doing great, Brother Dave. Good to see you again tonight and uh, looking forward to another exciting episode here. I, I enjoy these uh, these conversations. It's uh, it's kind of like sitting around the, the fireplace, maybe a fireside chat or something. So uh, look forward maybe, to tonight's episode. Maybe
0: we should have s'mores or something. When You have yours and I'll have mine and uh, we'll have some s'mores to go along with the camp campfire talk here.
1: Okay, that'd be good. It'd be a little hard to talk with uh, marshmallows and chocolate <laughs> dripping out of my mouth, but, but uh, it will be It'd be, fun. be entertaining.
0: that would be entertaining. So before we get into our, our topic, uh, you know, I just gave you a, a quick brief overview of your background, but why don't you put a little more meat to it and tell us a little more about your uh, your travels over the last 40 years, your entrepreneurial journey.
1: Well, my wife and I are both uh, Western North Carolina Uh Country folk, joined the military, uh, the Air Force specifically, uh, after high school, ended up in Minot, North Dakota, and a friend of a friend of a friend, who happened to be from eastern North Carolina, we're from western North Carolina, uh, basically offered to mentor me in business, and as they say, the rest is history, we've just been very blessed, I give God all the credit, Uh, we we did the work, he blessed our efforts. I've been a full-time business owner. My wife and I are both full-time business owners. Uh, neither one of us have worked for anybody else for getting close to 40 years. I, I, I keep aging myself, but it's uh, it's very close to 40 years, or maybe even a little bit beyond 40. And we've not uh, we've not worked for anyone else since our uh, mid 20s and. I've had about 40 years of experience of being in my mid-twenties.
0: Very nice. I, you know, I'm always just amazed when I think about uh, you and I have very similar backgrounds, even though we're from very different places. I'm, I'm from New York. You're from North Carolina. But uh, we both went into the military out of high school. Uh, both of our wives went into the military out of high school. We both eloped, uh, you know, uh, to, to get orders together. <laughs> so... Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great uh, great story of how we've all come together here. That has uh, an
1: amazing sense of humor sometimes an amazing sense of timing.
0: Yeah, well, thank goodness we can rely on that, not on our own. Yes. So, uh, but uh, tonight's, uh, tonight's uh, conversation is going to be a good one. Um, we're going to talk about amateurs versus professionals. Uh, it's a pretty broad stroke. Uh, but I know that uh, that you've got some great, uh, great great insight in this and some great anecdotes here. So uh, let me kick it over to you and and let's get this started. Uh, amateurs versus professionals. Where are we going with this?
1: All right. Well, uh, Dave, I think every every industry, every sport, every profession, or every uh, every section uh, of life or segment of life, it, there's people that are amateurs at at everything. Uh, and there's people who go beyond that. You know what we consider to be professionals. Uh, and the way I kind of break this down, it comes to business, is uh, you know, again being in business forty plus years. I've seen a lot of amateurs and uh, amateur entrepreneurs, amateur business owners. And the way I explain that is, I think amateurs rely on luck, and normally a lot of hype. You can you can you can just hear the hype when they were talking about what they're going to do, what their industry, how big their industry. I watch a little bit of Shark Tank. It's always interesting to see some of the reactions to, from the sharks when somebody starts talking about how big the industry is that they're trying to capture, trying to be a part of. And, and, uh, but for my uh, explanation, uh, amateurs rely on luck and hype, and then professionals develop the skill set, the mindset, and the work ethic necessary to not only achieve success, but to really attract success. Uh, I think, I think success uh, and, and, you know, for me as a Christian business owner, I think significance, uh, you know, success and significance are more spiritual, more emotional than they are just tangible or material. I know it's easy to to judge things by the uh, by the material value. I think we have a tendency to judge ourselves and to judge others by what we see and what we can put on a profit and loss statement. Uh, but hopefully we uh, realize that there's, there's more to the story than just what's on the profit and loss statement, more to the story than what's in the garage or where the garage is located. Uh, my, my mentor used to say uh, that real success or the real measure of success is how many other people live better lives because of how we live. And he's also, he's he's passed away uh, close to nine years ago now, but he also said that what we become in the process of accomplishing is more important than what we accomplish. So that's part of the, uh, part of the setup that, you know, amateurs Uh, are are just different than professionals. And then what happens, I think, Dave, a lot of people's understanding of business, understanding of success is based on experiences that they've had with amateurs. So that's a very different level of understanding than than my understanding based on 40 years as what I like to consider a professional. Uh, So I ask people not to charge me for crimes committed by amateurs, All right. and I also think we should not, uh, you know, charge ourselves or not judge our own future, uh, you know, by the uh, by the past, uh, and especially judging judging our future by somebody else's past. Because uh, hopefully, we realize that our potential uh, isn't limited by anyone else's. Past performance. Now, anybody who's listened to very many of these podcasts, you know, I have a little bit of a of a of a rhythm, a little bit of a rhyme, something about my brain, uh, words that kind of play off each other. So, don't don't judge your potential by somebody else's past performance. Uh, and the old saying that you know, uh, you know, we're, we're a product of our past, or we're a product of our environment. That that may be true, to some extent. We may be a product of our past, but we don't have to be a prisoner of it. I think that's the difference between being a product of our environment and being a prisoner of our environment. So that's that's kind of the the uh, the setup there.
0: Yeah, I think you know, and one of the things you know, listening listening to you as you're going through that, that that really hits me is that, you know, we we might be currently we might be a product of what we've gone through, what people have told us, but that doesn't mean that that's our finished product. Exactly. You know, the, the finished product is really what we should be focused on. Uh, and success is a process uh, of becoming. It's not where we're at, at right this moment. So we don't want to be focused on the product we are, let's say, but really the product we can become. And to, to do that, you go through a process. That's success. That's you know where where you were talking about the hype and the, and the luck. You know, success in the long term is a process. A process of education. A process of trial and error. A process of learning. A process of being mentored. It's uh, it's a, it's a long term process. So we we shouldn't be so so locked into the product we might be right now. Uh, we should more be pro- locked in on the product we can become.
1: Yes, well, I think that's that's uh, that's a good point. You know, success is defined, I think, by Webster or somebody that uh, you know the progressive realization of a worthwhile dream. There's a friend of mine uh, wrote a book many years back named uh, Mason Weaver. The book is uh, called "It's Okay to Leave the Plantation," and uh, Mason makes a really good point with the story uh if you're a if you're a slave if you're living uh you know on a plantation and somebody throws a rope over the wall uh well if you have uh a a past mentality you know my past is my future Uh, when somebody throws a rope over a wall you see it as a noose and you run from it uh Mm -hmm. but if you have a Future mentality. My, my past does not define my future. Uh, then you see the rope as a as a rope to freedom. So you run to it and you climb out and you and you get free. And it's a great analogy. I think sometimes when people are given an opportunity, uh, they they run from the opportunity because of their past. And uh, other people, of course, run to the opportunity. I think that the difference. And again, uh, you know, we're not selling anything here tonight. We're not we're not promoting or we, we don't sell anything on this podcast. We're not trying to monetize this, but when, when I read that little book, it's just a small little book, Okay to Leave the Plantation by Mason Weaver. I think the difference is if we focus on the obstacles within every opportunity, or if we focus on the opportunities that are within every obstacle. I think even Think and Grow Rich, uh, Napoleon Hill talks about every op- every adversity has the seeds of the equal or greater benefit for those who have a positive attitude. So, so the difference is what we focus on. And again, not, not trying to be insensitive, but I think sometimes we look at our age, our race, our religion, our gender, our education, uh, or just our bad luck or good luck. And all those things are interesting, but they don't determine our success. Uh, Age, race, religion, gender, education, all of that is interesting. But it's our thoughts and our words and our habits that determine our success. And so, again, professionals uh, focus more on the future, I think, more on the positive. Uh, Professionals have a way of professing. I don't know if that's where the word came from or not, but professionals profess that they can learn, they can grow, they can overcome, they can change. Uh, professionals have a way of professing what they can do, uh, not just based on again hype and based on luck, but the fact that they're willing to learn, to grow, to overcome, to, to, to challenge themselves. Uh and amateurs, I think, uh, I guess, at least in my mind, amateurs just hope that they can somehow get by. They, they hope they're lucky enough. They hope they can talk enough smack or hype. Uh, I, I just think, David, there's a few times in life when we are given real opportunities and we have to change or pivot. Uh, we have to change trajectories and, and to really appreciate uh you know what's really important and and who's really important, and, and then align ourselves with those with those priorities. Mm-hmm. And that takes uh, again, I think, a, a willingness to to uh, to become a professional, to really develop the skill set mindset work ethic. and uh, and that's part of what this podcast is about because our passion, and we've talked about this many times, our, our passion for doing this podcast is to really help people build a stronger faith, uh, to strengthen the family, strengthen their finances. We talk about the F words, uh, you know, if, 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 if we can get people to build a stronger faith, uh, you know, faith in themselves, faith in their future, faith in their country, uh, stronger faith, stronger family, stronger finances, then that just blesses everybody, not just the person or the people. And you and I have both been blessed in all those areas uh, by our association with professional entrepreneurs. And I think if you hang around professionals, that's different than hanging around amateurs. Uh, you know, so we, we choose to associate with professional uh, business owners, success-minded entrepreneurs, Uh, people who really understand the difference between being an amateur and being a professional.
0: And and I think that one of the key things is is that um, I I just find that professionals have confidence, but not a big ego. They're more willing to self-examine where their shortcomings are, um, where they need to improve, And are willing to get around the people that can provide them with the guidance to uh, to get those improvements there. Whereas amateurs, I I I just feel like they grab onto the latest thing. They're always they're grabbing onto somebody else's coattails. They're hoping you know, well, this guy did it. Maybe I can do it too. Uh, And I think maybe they have more of an ego, even even though it's not probably warranted. Um, And they don't have the confidence that they can step back. Self-examine, see where they need to be short, and then figure out a game plan for that growth.
1: Well, I think yeah, some of that is uh, you know, arrogance, ego to cover up a low self-image, to cover up a low mm-hmm. uh, you know, skill set, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I think a big difference between uh, amateurs and professionals is the amount of education that we're willing to get. And of course, when you think about professional, you think about doctors and think about accountants and lawyers and those kind of professions, but but in, in just you know pure entrepreneurship, not thinking about college or university type education. But a big difference between professional business owners and amateur business owners is how much education they're willing to get from books, from audios, from events and from personal coaching sessions. And that may sound like a sales pitch, but that's really not what that is. Because again, we're not trying to monetize this. We're not asking anybody to do anything or join anything or, or, or whatever. I thought that's not the purpose. Uh, I've said this again, many times you don't sign up for a success. You show up for a success yeah. uh, and you keep showing up and you keep showing up and you keep showing up and, and all All winners were losers at some phase, but they kept losing until they figured out how to win. And and again, they didn't just change ships. They didn't, you know, chase the latest shiny object. Uh, Success doesn't come from the big things that we do occasionally. Uh, It comes from the little things we do consistently. Mm -hmm. And there's that, there's that rhythm again. So uh yeah. I should have been a I should have been a rap star. Uh so uh success doesn't come from the big things we do occasionally, it comes from the little things we do consistently. And, and most of us have heard, you know, schools never really out for professionals. And I have several doctor friends, you and I both have several uh you know doctor friends. Uh And they're always going to some sort of continuing education conferences. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, professional athletes are always practicing, studying videos of themselves and others. They're always getting coached. Uh, You know, you watch the I watched a little bit of the U.S. Open just last couple of days, and and the professionals that are going to play for a million plus dollars or two and a half million dollars, they're practicing before they're going to play. Yeah. And that, that's a real professional. So, you know, professional, uh, chefs, they're always pushing themselves, pushing the envelope, trying to learn something, trying to improve. So why should we expect less of ourselves as professional entrepreneurs? If, if other professionals in other industries are always learning, always pushing themselves, why would, why would we not? So again, professionals for me, uh, yeah, they're continually learning, growing, and improving, uh, and that requires self-discipline, yeah. and that requires uh, you know self-imposed deadlines, and frankly, uh, you know rewards for reaching those deadlines, or some sort of punishment when we don't. But that's all self-imposed if you're if you're a uh, professional, because I really believe I've said this again many times: self-discipline it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself and others that you truly love. I mean, if you, if you really, really understand the the power of self-discipline because I'm not motivated most of the time, I'm just disciplined. Right. And the difference between being motivated, uh, you know, amateurs will read and listen and associate and practice when they're motivated. And if it's convenient, And if it's fun and if it's comfortable, but professionals, you know, read, listen, and associate because they're disciplined, Uh, whether they're motivated or not, whether it's convenient or not, whether it's comfortable or not. And again, most, most people, and this is again, this, my opinion, people are obviously free to disagree with my opinion, Uh, even if they're wrong, they can still disagree. It's okay. Uh, Yeah. Most people are profit driven or or pleasure-driven. They're not purpose-driven. Right. uh, Because they really haven't discovered their true calling. And most people don't get what they want in life because they don't know what they want. Or they listen to uninformed, misinformed people tell them what they couldn't do, that they they conform to the life somebody else thinks they should live Mm -hmm. instead of creating the life that they want to live themselves. And we've both been around a couple of days here, Dave, Uh, you know, most of the doors that we go through don't lead directly where we want to go, but they lead us away from where we are. Right. So we got to be willing to go through as many doors as necessary to find that door. That is really the door. Uh, And professionals uh, understand that. And, and, and again, I think, you know, true professional entrepreneurs, I think it's beyond just the profit and loss statement, beyond just what's in the garage, where is the garage located, because as a professional entrepreneur, I like to think of myself, 40 plus years, uh, you know, we provide opportunities for ourselves, but also for others. Uh, and so it's not just about, you know, the bottom line, profit and loss, it's, it's, it's a bigger picture.
0: It's, you know, it really comes down to that uh, the ultimate success should be the legacy uh, that you leave behind, uh, should be the people that you've affected along the way for the positive, uh, the lives that you've changed and and the lives that will continue to be affected after you've moved on. We've talked about that in a number of different podcasts, um, but, you know, I definitely, I, you know, a couple of the points that you made there, you know, one, it's, you um, Delayed gratification, I think, really comes into play when you're a professional. You know, you're not worried about getting the fancy car right away. You're not worried about getting the fancy house right away. You're, you're talking about building a foundation for the long term. And you can have all of those things, but you can build that solid foundation uh, was one of the things I thought about. The other thing that really hit me was uh, I was listening to Tom Brady on a podcast the other day. Uh, who just won a Super Bowl at the age of 43, is playing at the age of 44, considered to be the greatest, you know, football player ever. And uh, they said to him, you know, how do you keep motivated to go do this again? You've done everything. You've broken every record. You got more rings than anybody. And he said, you know, what he finds is, is that um, the true successful person doesn't have success and then say, wow, that's great. And I'm going to rest on my laurels. He's saying, no, I got to even work harder to maintain that success or to have greater success. And so here you have somebody who's 44 years old, done everything, accomplished everything, but he feels he needs to work even harder to keep that success going or to have greater success. And I think that's really when it comes down to, for professionals, understand that today's success is great, but what do I need to do to have tomorrow's success? What what can I do better? Where can I improve? Uh, You know, they're constantly, like you were talking about, they're practicing and practicing, you know, and they're making millions and millions of dollars already, but they're practicing and practicing to get even better at what they're doing.
1: Well, I think, again, one of the things we mentioned is, uh, you know, some people have this fake it till you make it mentality. Like, you know, Mm. let me get a nice shiny car, shiny, shiny watch. uh, You know, get a. I see people wearing watches that are bigger than my, then the clock on my wall is like, their their, their their watch is bigger than their hand. It's like holy buckets, Batman. Uh, so, but uh, you know the, the fake it till you make it uh, mentality. Uh, it may have started out with good intention. You fake your confidence until you have your confidence. You know, fake your belief until you have your belief. That 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 may be. I, I don't I don't know the genesis of that fake it till you make it mentality. But for me, I, I like I, I say don't. Don't fake it till you make it. Face it until you master it, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And yeah. getting back to these uh, these superstar athletes, uh, you know, we we talk about one is too close to none, and we we I, I use that in my my business presentations that one source of income, uh, one skill set, one industry. You know, if if you believe one is too close to none. Then one success is too close to none. One Super Bowl ring is too close to none. One one uh, Grand Slam is too close to none. Uh, so hopefully, uh, if you have that sort of mentality that you know one is too close to none, then you're open to learning. Uh, and I think again, we attract success by our mindset, our skill set, our work ethic. Uh, I, I think when you're when you're really ready for success as a as a an old, old saying, I'm sure it's older than me and you put together, Dave. It's when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened for my wife. I think we were just ready and uh, and we found our teacher. So again, we just encourage people to become a, a, a pioneer of the future. Uh, don't be a prisoner of the past. Uh, yeah, create the life you want to live with your thoughts, your words, and your habits. So you don't have to conform to the life that your boss wants you to live or somebody else wants you to live because of their thoughts and their words and their habits. So yep. we either create the life we want to live or we conform to somebody else's life that they want us to live. And again, uh, you know, professionals, uh, you know, winners, let this call them winners, You know, we used to talk about winners and losers, and that motivated me not to be a loser. Uh, Now, if you use the word loser, people look at you like you have no no heart. Uh, But winners and losers, you know, professionals that that win, uh, they make a habit of taking responsibility and making adjustments. And the amateurs who lose more than they should uh, so I just say that the the winners take responsibility. The losers make a habit of blaming others and making excuses Now people say, well, you shouldn't call people losers. And I didn't call anybody a loser, but I think you shouldn't be a loser. You know, people get upset for me using the word loser. I think you should be upset for being one because <laughs> I use the word. I mean, come on, let's, let's get a grip here. But uh, when I, when I was growing up and you and I were close to the same age, uh, yeah, the thought of winners and losers was pretty clear. Every game we played, there was a winner, there was a loser. There was no trophy for participating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you either won or you lost. And I, I, I loved watching the U.S. Open the last couple of weeks. I got into a Yellow Jacket. nest last couple of days, excuse me, got into a Yellow Jackets nest a couple of days ago. So I spent more time watching tennis the last two days or a couple of days ago. Uh, but uh, you know when these uh, these highly professional, highly paid tennis players lost, they they congratulated the the, the winner. They didn't they didn't blame. They didn't say was well, you know not fair, not fair. So again, I think it's it's you know winners to me, professionals. If you want to use the word uh, professionals, you know winners, professionals, they take responsibility. Uh, amateurs slash losers, they blame others, make excuses. So that's just, uh, you know, I I know it's not all politically correct and warm and fuzzy, but that's not what this podcast is about. There's other podcasts for that. So,
0: And, you know, let me just amplify on one little tidbit that I don't want to get missed for our listeners is that, um, you know, you said when the student's ready, the teacher appears, uh, I was talking with a, a young guy earlier this week, and uh, we were just talking about the life in general. And he said, well, you know, I always try to ask people that are older than me and have success. And, you know, what, what, what could you recommend to me uh, as a young person looking down the road? And I, and I told him, I said, here's, here's the one thing I would tell you. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, find somebody who's done it and see if they're willing to mentor you. Absolutely. And he said, oh, well, yeah, that's and I said, you know, I, I was blessed. I found a mentor uh, that uh, that that has helped me and guided me for better than 20 years. And uh, and I find that if you can find somebody who's doing what you feel you want to do with your life and uh, that person is willing to mentor you, then plug in tight and listen to him. Because that mentor will have confidence in you, maybe when you don't have to have the you don't have the confidence. You don't have to fake it. He's going to feed you with the confidence. He's not going to accept your excuses. He's going to push you to do better. He's going to push you to be all that you can be. Um, so having a mentor is, is just a, no matter what industry you're in, find that mentor for yourself. Uh, because to me, it, it's vital to success. And every time I read about a successful entrepreneur, there's two things I get from always. Number one, they're always reading. They're, they're just constantly reading every no matter what entrepreneur, whatever industry, they're always readers. And the other thing is, is that they've had mentors in their lives and Absolutely. they continue to have mentors in their lives.
1: Yes. I think Dave, one day would we'll do a podcast on uh, what it's like going through Marine Corps basic training. Because you have a guy there, I, yeah, Air Force basic training is somewhat of a joke compared to the Marine Corps. <laughs> but even that six weeks Air Force basic training, there was a, a TI, a technical instructor, that just got right up in my face and didn't let me make excuses. Uh, he, he, he believed in me more than I believed in me, so I could believe in me. And he brought out the best in me. I think yeah. that's what a good coach does, a good teacher, a good mentor. Now, I just want to say as we wrap this up, I you know, I, I don't I don't intentionally try to upset people. I, I just do that as a byproduct of my personality. Uh, but I do try to get people to think about what they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And if we if you if you've been jumping from ship to ship, you've been chasing shiny object after shiny object, just just go ahead and admit you you've been acting like an amateur. It's okay. As long as you're honest with yourself, it's okay. If you want to be an amateur and just keep chasing shiny objects, squirrel, 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 uh, you know, that's okay. (laughs) But just be honest about it. Uh, And it does take work. It does take time and effort to create the life that you want to live, but it also takes time and effort to conform to the life. Somebody else wants you to live. So, so both both options, you know, whether you create the life you want or conform to the life you don't want, both of those require time and effort. It's just the the overall payoff, and again, the legacy that you leave, and that's the thing that motivates, you know, me and you and, and Kevin. We're also we're going to get Kevin in on a podcast here in the next uh, next week or two. We're going to do a podcast on the, on the setbacks and comebacks. Because each one of us have had our own setbacks in life, uh, you know, whether health related, uh, you know, financial, relational, spiritual, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to talk about that somewhere in the future. Is every every setback is really a setup for a comeback. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, all, all of life is try, fell, adjust, try, fell, adjust, try, adjust, and, and just keep, keep repeating until you, until you win. Mm-hmm. And find somebody, which is what, you know, we've done, uh, you know, each of us. Somebody who believes in you more than you believe in yourself until you believe in yourself more. So that's kind of my, uh, my final thoughts for tonight, Dave.
0: Over to you. <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let me just add that um, if, if through these podcasts, and hopefully you've listened to a couple of different ones, if, uh, if some of the things that we're saying or some of the things that Rick is saying make you feel a little uncomfortable, I believe you're in the right place and don't be turned off by that uncomfortable say to yourself why is that making me uncomfortable and what what do i need to look at here uh because uh sometimes the truth is uncomfortable and uh you know but the truth is still the truth and when you see the truth you have to acknowledge that and 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 you know deal with it so but that's another great conversation, Rick. Um, hit, uh, we always like to throw out maybe a resource at the end uh, that you feel like people uh, can uh, can do, uh, uh, can tap into. Maybe a book you'd recommend. Uh, what do you What do you got for us this time?
1: Uh, well, I always recommend a couple of classics: uh, "Think and Grow Rich," uh, "The Magic of Thinking Big," uh, "How to Win Friends and Influence People." Maybe I should may go back and read that again myself. Uh, So uh, that's that's always a classic good book right there. Yes, okay, Rick, that's a good advice. Once you take that advice, so uh, but uh, and and find you a community of people, whether it's a a podcast like this or some other uh, community of people. You know, your church. uh, You know, you and I choose the Christian faith, and obviously, that's very important to us. People are free to be of any faith, no faith. That's that's their decision. Uh, I say to that you you can be whatever you want to be, or you can pretend to be whatever you want to be. Just don't make me pretend with you. Or don't make me be the same thing, it, 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 each to their own. But uh, find you a community of people that really stretch you and, and do make you a little uncomfortable. Because, you know, what, what we call the comfort zone in most cases really isn't that comfortable. It's mm-hmm. just familiar. And so I just, I'm not a big fan of the comfort zone. Uh, I'm a little bit more a fan of the uncomfortable zone because that's where growth happens. That's where change happens. That's where impact happens. That's where you make a difference. You make a, you, you, you leave an impact. You leave a legacy. So I'd just like to say blessings to uh, to you, Dave, and your family, of course, and to Kevin and, and uh, his family, and blessings to anyone that, that uh, you know, perseveres through these podcasts. Uh, we sincerely do want you to create the life that you want and make an impact while you're here and leave a legacy when you're no longer here. Do do something in this life that's going to outlive you.
0: Amen. Well, that's a wrap for tonight. Another great conversation with Rick. We hope that you've gotten some great value out of this episode. Let me encourage you to uh, subscribe at whatever platform you're listening to us on. They usually have a subscribe or a follow button that you can hit so you'll be notified whenever we drop another episode. Uh, Every time we have something that we feel will be of value, we create another podcast and we put it out there for you. So we hope that you've enjoyed this. And as always, I encourage you to enjoy your entrepreneurial journey. Good night and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of our Life Lessons for Entrepreneurs podcast. We suggest that you follow up with the person who shared this with you, Or you can email info at fairchildteam.com for additional resources. That's info at fairchildteam.com. We sincerely wish you much success in your quest for life, liberty, and the pursuit of significance. Until next time, stay safe and blessings to you and your family.